This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the Internet at www.rri.ro channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn and via satellite Eurosat 16A on 11.512 MHz vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east, symbol rate 29.950 mega symbols per second, standard DVB-S2, modulation 8PSK, audio PID 510. We wish you good reception conditions. Hello, this is Daniel Wills with the news. The headlines. Finance Minister Adrian Kuchu believes the budget deficit can be kept under control after the Fiscal Council has announced that the latest budget adjustment could lead to an exceeded deficit. The Romanian-Austrian pair Bernadette Soch, Sofia Polkanova walked away with gold from the women's double finals at the European Table Tennis Championships in Munich, Germany. And 250 runners from 10 countries are to participate in one of the most difficult ultra-marathons in Romania, the 2x2 race, due to kick off on Saturday at the Bula Lake in the Fogarash Mountains at an altitude over 2,000 meters. government has endorsed the first budget adjustment this year, a positive one based on a 3.5% economic growth of the revenue budget in the first six months and the budget execution in this period. Finance Minister Adrian Kuchu believes the budget deficit can be kept under control and the 5.84% target at the end of the year is doable. The Fiscal Council, an independent watchdog monitoring the sustainability of fiscal and budget policies, has cautioned that the latest adjustment can lead to an exceeded 7% deficit of the GDP, as the government has overrated the revenues and underrated part of the expenses. We'll have more on this after the news. On Thursday night, the Romanian-Austrian pair Bernadette Soch, Sofia Polkanova walked away with gold from the women's double finals of the European Table Tennis Championships in Munich, Germany, after a win against the all-Romanian pair Elisabetta Samara Andrea Dragoman. Samara and Dragoman became silver medalists, while Adina Diaconu from Romania and Maria Xiao of Spain walked away with bronze. We recall that Bernadette Soch and Ovidio Ionescu won silver in the mixed doubles of the aforementioned competition. 250 runners from 10 countries are to participate in one of the most difficult ultramarathons in Romania, the 2x2 race, due to kick off on Saturday at the Bula Lake in the Fogarash Mountains at an altitude of over 
2,000 meters, Arja Press News Agency reports. The race is unique in Europe as most of it takes place at the staggering altitude. The 2 by 2 race this year brings together runners from Romania, the Republic of Moldova, Hungary, Poland, Germany, the Netherlands, Great Britain, France, Israel and Russia. They are to run up to the Negoyu, the second highest mountain peak in Romania, at an altitude of 2,535 meters. According to the General Border Police Inspectorate, roughly 292,000 people, Romanian and foreign citizens, have been registered at Romania's border checkpoints of late. Among them, over 12,600 Ukrainian nationals, which brings the total number of Ukrainian refugees who have entered Romania since the beginning of the conflict up to almost 2 million. Most of them have only transited Romania to other destinations. Two draws and a defeat are the results obtained by the Romanian football sides in the first round of the Europa Conference League's playoffs. The Romanian champions, CFR Cluj, ended in a goalless draw their away match against Slovenian side NK Maribor, held on Thursday night. Universitata Craiova drew their home game one all against Israeli side Hapoel Bersheva, while FCSB, runner-up in the Romanian Championship, lost 2-1 their home match against the Norwegians from Viking Stavanger. The return matches are due next week. And now to end the news bulletin, here is a reminder of the main stories. Finance Minister Adrian Kuchu believes the budget deficit can be kept under control after the Fiscal Council has announced that the latest budget adjustment could lead to an exceeded deficit. The Romanian-Austrian pair Bernadette Soch, Sofia Polkanova walked away with gold from the women's double finals of the European Table Tennis Championships in Munich, Germany. And 250 runners from 10 countries are to participate in one of the most difficult ultramarathons in Romania, the 2 by 2 race, due to kick off on Saturday at the Bula Lake in the Fogarash Mountains. And that was the news from Radio Romania International in Bucharest. The first budget adjustment operated by the Romanian government this year is a positive one. I'm Mihaila Ignatescu with more in this report by Ștefan Stoica. The first budget adjustment this year was adopted on Thursday by the Romanian government and is a positive one. According to the executive, the adjustment took into account an economic growth of 3.5%, budget revenues for the first six months and the budget execution over this period. The main beneficiary of the adjustment is the Ministry of Finance itself. It received the largest amount, over 8 billion lei, of which 1 billion were immediately allocated for the state aid scheme intended to finance large projects. The adjustment also secured more money for the Ministry of Labour, over 5 billion lei, which it will use including for compensating energy bills. 
The ministries of health, transport, development and agriculture also got more money. The money allocated to the health ministry is intended mainly to increase the transfers granted to the budget of the National Single Social and Health Insurance Fund. The Ministry of Transport will increase the subsidies for the railway and the metro companies. The Ministry of Development, Public Works and Administration will allocate additional funds to the National Local Development Programme. And the Agriculture Ministry will earmark more for diesel subsidies, the irrigation infrastructure and guarantees for the loans contracted by agricultural producers. The ministries of European projects, education, sports, research, energy and tourism also received more money. On the other hand, the budgets of the Ministry of the Interior, Environment, Culture and Foreign Affairs were reduced. The Fiscal Council, an advisory body that provides independent opinions on the sustainability of fiscal and budgetary policies, drew attention to the fact that the adjustment carried out by the government risks leading to a deficit higher than 7% of the GDP, given that the estimated adjustment is 5.84%. The fear would be that the executive overestimated the amount that would get into the budget and underestimated part of the spending, including for compensating energy bills. The Fiscal Council claims that of the 30 billion the government is counting on, nine will not be collected. Also, the Council fears that expenses were underestimated by more than 6 billion lei. In response, the Minister of Finance, Adrian Kuchu, has stated that the government has demonstrated that it can keep the budget deficit under control. According to the head of finance, the budget execution after seven months will show that the deficit does not exceed 2% of the GDP. So the target of 5.84% at the end of the year would be achievable. The ministry admits, however, that the warnings of the Fiscal Council are pertinent regarding the risk that the estimated revenues upon adjustment will be too low and the estimated expenses will be higher. The next budget adjustment is scheduled for November. That was Radio Newsreel. Next in this program, sports. Welcome everyone to Sports Weekend. I'm Vlad Palku. On Thursday, Romania won new medals at the Multisport European Championships underway in Munich, Germany. Bernadette Soch won gold in the women's table tennis doubles jointly with Sofia Polkanova of Australia an athlete born in the Republic of Moldova. The two defeated the all-Romanian pair Elisabeta Samara Andrea Dragoman. Another athlete from Romania, Adina Diaconu, won bronze together with Maria Shao of Spain. Bernadette Soch also won silver in the mixed doubles jointly with Ovidiu Ionescu. In news from football, three Romanian football clubs performed on Thursday in the first leg of the Conference League playoffs. 
Universitata Krajowa drew one all at home against Hapoel Bersheva of Israel. The guests scored the first goal on minute 70, but Andrei Ivan even the odds five minutes later from penalty kick. The Romanian champion CFR Cluj drew nil all away from home against NK Maribor of Slovenia. CFR dominated the game, but the hosts had more scoring opportunities. CFR's new goalkeeper Simone Scuffet, who plays for Italy's under-21 team, had several remarkable saves, keeping a clean sheet. Finally, FCSB lost 1-2 to Viking Stavanger of Norway. FCSB scored first on minute 3, but two minutes later Viking evened the odds. Nine minutes before half-time, Viking made it 2-1. This weekend we'll see a new round in the Romanian Super League. On Friday, CS Mioveni is playing FC Argesh. FC Ukraiova will take on Petrolul Ploiești. On Saturday, Rapid Bucharest is playing UTA Arad at home. On Sunday, FC Hermannstadt will take on CFA Cluj. Kindia Târgoviște will play Universitatea Craiova, while FC Botoșani will go up against FCSB. On Monday, Universitatea Cluj will play Shepsi Sfântul Gheorghe, while Farul Constanța will play FC Voluntari. FC Botoșani ranks first in the league tables with 11 points, followed by FC Hermannstadt, Farul Constanța, CFA Cluj and Rapid Bucharest, each with 9 points. And this has been all in Sports Weekend. Our sports items are available at ri.ro and on Facebook. Time now for Hit of the Day on Radio Romania International. Listen to Amna and her song Maybe Later.
You are listening to Radio Romania International. The future starts today. Hello and welcome to The Future Starts Today. Implemented by NASA with support from the European Space Agency, the ESA, the Artemis program aims to put a human crew on the moon, which for the first time would include a woman. The plan is for the third Artemis mission to launch astronauts towards the Earth's natural satellite in 2025. This would be the first team to land on the moon over 50 years after the Apollo 17 mission. As part of this collaboration, the ESA provides the European Utility Module for Orion, the energy source that provides propulsion for the spaceship. In order to set common principles, directives and best practices applicable to the entire program for the peaceful exploration of the Moon, of Mars, as well as comets and asteroids, NASA has introduced a series of declarations, the so-called Artemis Accords, which Romania signed in early March. Romania became the 16th signatory country which, next to the others, takes on the responsibility to take all necessary measures to ensure that entities, as well as private operators who act in its name, comply with the principles stated by these documents. Physicist Marius Ioan Piso, PhD, who signed the documents on behalf of Romania, said, quote, we joined the Artemis Moon Exploration Program first and foremost out of a spirit of collaboration. One of the most clear benefits of participating in this unique mission is Artemis's ability to be a magnet to draw the young generation towards science, discovery, innovation, which robots cannot yet do. It is also a means of shifting the focus from conflicts between people to the challenge of discovering, exploring, and defending the planet. End of quote. The Artemis Accords contain, reaffirm, and develop several principles of space law in line with the norms and practices that derive from the treaty that has been governing, since 1967, the activity of states in the exploration and use of extra-atmospheric space. These are principles such as peaceful exploration, transparency, emergency assistance, provision of scientific data, and the conservation of heritage. The principles set by these accords are meant to apply to civilian space activities run by the line agencies of each signatory. Speaking on Radio Romania, Marius Ioan Piso explained that the 55-year-old treaty is still standing. There are no changes. We are talking about fine-tuning that do not exchange its essence, but are needed to adapt to present conditions. The problems under discussion, the fundamental problems, are firstly related to property on other planets celestial bodies, 
areas of the universe. This is one discussion. Then there are issues related to resources, the use of resources in space, meaning the possibility of modifying the universe to bring resources down to Earth. There is one topic that is obvious for everyone, that of peaceful use. There are no other changes. The fine-tuning is for resources, first and foremost, where there is a European initiative. A space resource center has been set up in Luxembourg for Europe, so we can maintain the parallel between space law and maritime law. Instead of the moon, we can think of Antarctica. The differences are very small. The differences are only in terms of the capacities and costs needed for various purposes. In terms of resources from space, we are talking about the hypothetical diamonds in meteorites and asteroids, which are being sought, or hypothetical heavy metals, says Dr. Piso. At the same time, in the case of the Moon, the concentration of helium-3, the heavy isotope, is significantly higher than on Earth, and that could be more easily used for future fusion reactors, so we are talking about a commercial use. However, the head of the Romanian Space Agency added, The Moon is essential for science, first and foremost. The Moon can offer places to set up detectors, measuring systems for experiments that cannot be successfully performed on the Earth. Also, the Moon can provide us with much information about what happened and what happens with the area of near space. The surface of the Moon works as a sort of recorder, a tape of history for the four or five billion years it has been around, and these things can be deciphered. I want to also talk a very important role that the Moon has, that of using it as a springboard for missions towards other planets. Mars, for instance. Flights can take off from there much easier, because you can use its very low gravity, which is six times lower than that of the Earth. And this could be the third purpose. The signing ceremony of the Accords was attended by NASA Administrator Bill Nelson, who said that now, more than ever, we have to work across borders in order to consolidate partnerships and assure the peaceful use of extra atmospheric space. This has been The Future Starts Today. Next, on Radio Romania International, broadcasting from Bucharest. Expat in Romania. Welcome to Expat in Romania. I'm Ana Maria Popescu. Lucie Rouen comes from France, more precisely from the city of Lille, near the Belgian border. Her education took her from France, from the University Lyon III Jean Moulin, to the Ho Chi Minh Law School, where she studied for one year and did an internship with a French consular office in the capital of Vietnam. She arrived in Bucharest five years ago, and now she studies journalism and communication sciences. 
We asked her what prompted these choices. Mi-am început studiile în Anglia, în 2010, la City of Bristol College. I started my higher education in England in 2010 at the City of Bristol College, where I got an English language certificate and a law school certificate. I loved it and decided to stay for two years. Then I returned to France and carried on my law education, and then I left for Vietnam, where I stayed for a year, working and traveling. Next came Bucharest. Why? As a child, I wanted to become a journalist, but I was afraid I would not be able to find a job in this field because of the competition. Law seemed an easier choice. The story of my journalism studies began in 2016, when I was beginning to understand a little Romanian. I had come to Bucharest because I'd got a job in the judicial field and decided to take it. I knew nothing about the city, to be honest, I wasn't even very sure where Romania was on a map. After about one and a half years, I started to understand the language a little, and this is when I became curious about Romanian politics. Liviu Dragnea was in power at the time, and I was fascinated by this character. So I gradually began to read Romanian media to get increasingly interested in politics, and in October 2020 I enrolled to the journalism school precisely because I wanted to understand more about politics, because I like journalism, and because I would like to work in political journalism. Although Lucy is happy with her life in Romania, there are things she would change. The traffic, the cars in Bucharest. Something needs to be done. Of course, I'm not a politician, but if I were, it would be the first thing I would change in Bucharest. We need bike lanes, more efficient public transportation, and yes, What I find the most annoying in the city is the traffic, the cars everywhere. There is no room for pedestrians, not to mention the pollution. Dishmidu Garden is Lucy's favorite place in Bucharest. She loves walking around the park and hanging out with her friends. At the end of our chat, we asked her what she liked best here. What I love best is people's attitude, their simple and direct manner of interacting. Romanians have a much simpler way of interacting, less coded than in France, in my opinion. And I love this, it's more comfortable. You have been listening to Expat in Romania. For some more music next, let's listen to the band Byron with a song called Dream Eaters. Azi noapte am visat 
Next up in this broadcast, it's Music Highlights. I'm Lacrimera Simeon, the host of today's program devoted to the great Romanian composer George Enescu. The 23rd edition of the International Festival, George Enescu and the Music of the World, underway in Sinaia, a mountain resort until December 2nd, featured on August 17th a chamber music recital by violinist Valentin Șerban and cellist Stefan Kazaku, accompanied by pianist Catalin Raducanu. On August 15th, the Gica Park in Sinaia hosted the concert of the Violoncellissimo Ensemble, conducted by maestro Marin Kazaku. And today, August 18th, Romanian Youth Orchestra, conducted by Gabriel Bebeșela, will give a concert at the Casino Hall in Sinaia. Their program, including works by Johannes Brahms, Georgenescu, and Josef Joachim, featuring soloist, violinist, Suyoen Kim. Listen now to the piece Oblivion from the album Cello Inspirations of the Violoncellissimo Ensemble.
In the end of Music Highlights today, we invite you to listen to a piece from the album Alexandru Tomescu Concerto, a captivating CD released in 2020. An unmistakable creation with a title, Introduction and Rondo Capriccioso, Opus 28 in A minor, by Camille Sansan. In the version of one of the soloists of the Radio Romania bands, a promoter of the international festival Georgianescu and the music of the world, violinist Alexandru Tomescu.
Coming up next, Through the Looking Glass. Hello and welcome to Through the Looking Glass. I'm your host, Elena Enake, inviting you to stay tuned for the next few minutes for an update on the most recent decisions taken at EU level, decisions that also concern Romania. The request of the European Parliament for a reform of the legislative process extending the EU COVID certificate scheme and new rules that aim to ensure that all kind of products in the EU sold online or in traditional shops comply with the highest safety requirements are the topics of Through the Looking Glass today. Stay tuned. The right to initiate legislation at the EU level is reserved almost entirely for the European Commission. Both the Council and the Parliament have an indirect right of initiative, as they can request a legislative proposal from the Commission, which is not obliged to act. The EU treaties grant Parliament a direct right of initiative only in specific cases, namely on rules for its own composition, European elections and on the duties of MEPs. The European Council is not a formal legislative body of the European Union. Therefore, the European Parliament calls for a reform of the legislative process 
when the treaties are next revised and notes that, as the only directly elected EU institution, MEPs must have the right to propose legislation. They also want to negotiate a new inter-institutional agreement with the Commission and the Council to avoid deadlocks when Parliament uses its current right of initiative on institutional matters. The report comprising Parliament's proposals was adopted at the beginning of June with 420 to 117 votes and 35 abstentions following a plenary debate. According to a release on the European Parliament's website, MEPs say the Council and the Commission have obstructed Parliament's already insufficient indirect legislative rights and its limited right of initiative. This includes the absence of an appropriate response from the Commission on most occasions where Parliament has proposed legislation. Rapporteur Paolo Rangel said related to this topic, quote, Our institutional architecture is ready for change. It is time to acknowledge that a general and global right of initiative for the Parliament is possible, desirable and in line with the constitutional aspiration of making the EU more democratic. It is time to act, not least in line with the proposals of the Conference on the Future of Europe. Momentum suggests there could even be a revision of the treaties just for this purpose." Unquote. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Through the Looking Glass continues. The EU Digital Covid Certificate Scheme, set to expire on June 30, has been extended for another 12 months. This is the decision taken on June 13 by negotiating teams from the European Parliament and the Council of the EU. By extending the legal framework by a year, EU lawmakers want to ensure that EU citizens have the right to free movement in case there is a new variant of concern. Negotiators have agreed that member states should refrain from imposing additional restrictions to free movement to European COVID certificate holders. Member states will only be allowed to do so where such restrictions are necessary for the purpose of safeguarding public health. The European Parliament's Internal Market Committee has recently adopted its position on the EU's updated rules on product safety of non-food consumer products with 41 in favour, one against and two abstentions. MEPs adopted changes to enhance the safety of products sold in the EU and consolidate the existing legal framework. MEPs also clarified obligations for economic operators and online marketplaces and strengthened product safety requirements. Consequently, all economic operators such as manufacturers, importers and distributors would have to comply with the updated general safety obligations to place products on the EU market. If those economic operators are not established in the EU, they would have to designate a responsible person in the EU as a contact point for authorities. If they fail to comply, penalties can reach up to 4% of their annual turnover. 
also strengthened were the provisions on safety requirements for products to take into account possible specific risks to the most vulnerable consumers, such as children, the elderly and persons with disabilities. Products should be safe for all users, including women, whose safety should also always be considered when products are designed. Technological aspects like cyber interference, but also the effects that digitally connected products can have on children's mental health, need to be considered as well. Moreover, online marketplaces would have to establish single contact points to communicate swiftly with surveillance authorities and consumers. Authorities can oblige online marketplaces to remove and disable access to illegal listings of dangerous products. After being notified, online marketplaces would have one day to act. The European Parliament also wants the Rapid Alert System for Dangerous Products to be modernized to allow online marketplaces to detect unsafe products more easily. The portal should become more intuitive and information should be easily accessible for users, including persons with disabilities. In case a dangerous product needs to be recalled or there is a safety warning, economic operators and online marketplaces would be required to inform consumers and widely disseminate the information online. Consumers would be informed of their right to repair, replacement or refund. A provision was also added to make sure that information on product safety is available in easily understandable language and accessible to persons with disabilities. According to rapporteur Dita Chanarova, the new rules ensure that all products are safe in Europe by giving consumers more rights and businesses, including online marketplaces, more responsibilities, all these in a way that protects small businesses without limiting consumer choice. Dear friends, that's been all from today's Through the Looking Glass. I leave you in the company of music. Listen to Florian Rus with What I Feel. Ia un pic să mână Scrie cu cerneală neagră Vezi să nu rămână nimic nespus Lasă-te dus De tot ce simți și scoate ce în plus Urcă-te pe noi Și ține-te de stele De acolo vezi mai bine Stai cu capul printre ele Nu-ți fie frică de nățin De acolo vezi mai bine în împrejurim E doar o stare E doar o stare E doar o zi din aia În care nu te crezi în stare Te crezi în stare Alungă-ți toți norii din când Hai, privirea la soare Nu se te simți așa la infinit Va trece fix așa cum a venit Azi e aici, mâine dispare Fiindcă e doar o stare Se adune mintea ta toate furtunile deodată Un fel de notă de plată Pe tine ziua asta chiar e supărată Dar nu lăsa să-ți intre în cap Schimbă-ți mindset-ul și-ai scăpat Sau fă o încercare Când te refrenul ăsta tare 
Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. of today's broadcast on Radio Romania International, we invite you to listen to one of the most beloved representative of Romanian party and romance music in the interwar period, which people would often listen to in Bucharest fancy restaurants and gardens, Petre Alexandru. The song is titled What Do You Know About Love? <laughs> With that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next program for Western Europe at 1700 hours UTC on 9760 kHz in the DRM system and on 11850 kHz in analog system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programs tomorrow at 1100 hours UTC on 15.320 and 17.670 kHz.
We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at ri.ro. Goodbye.